Hello, and welcome back to Love the Skin You're In Empowerment Series for Women, for women who are ready to thrive and embrace their true essence. Joining me today is Lauren Leinani, who will be chatting with us about self-love. Lauren is a transformation coach from the Seattle area who is passionate about helping women love themselves loudly through self-love, transformation, and mindset tools. She is here to empower you to fall back in love with yourself and your life. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining us and being part of our empowerment series. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so I, the basics, I'm a mom of two, um, and that obviously takes up a big chunk of my time and my identity, but I am really passionate about um, health and wellness and um, feeling my best, and that started about six years ago after I had my son. Um, shortly after I had gotten really unhealthy, I feel like I kind of lost myself in a sense, um, gained a little bit too much weight when I was pregnant. I was dealing with the new mom feelings um, with eating and just really fell into this dark kind of hole of anxiety. And um, and so I literally woke up one day and decided like, I am done feeling this way. Um, I want mm -hmm. to give myself and my son and my future kids like the best version of myself. And I wanted to start with my health. And so when it started, it was about losing weight. Um, I've actually lost a hundred pounds, which um, is inc incredible in itself, but it was about so much more than that. And, um, hindsight now, I know that that's what this was, this was leading me to something so much bigger. Um, so it was, it was about the weight at first, but as I started to take care of myself and really feel what that, um, felt like, you know, fueling my body properly, um, making exercise a part of my routine, not only to lose weight, um, but to, really I started to fall in love with the feeling of taking that time for myself and, um, you know, getting that anxiety or stress or whatever it was from motherhood and work out in those workouts. And so I really fell in love with just taking care of myself as a whole. Um, and that kind of led me down, um, another path of spirituality and awakening and really stepping into who I was and becoming, um, a woman that was, you know, passionate about something outside of being a mom. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, I think that when we become moms, it's such a big part of our identity, but I I've always had, you know, passions and creative things that I've wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so this all kind of, um, meshed together and made a really incredible um, platform that I have now started. Well, I started it back when I was, you know, started my journey um, with losing weight and stuff, but it really led me down a path of um, just healing and stepping into my most authentic self, which came from, you know, starting that health journey so many years ago. So that's how, where I am now. And <laughs> um, I'm really passionate about sharing it and speaking about it. So I'm excited to be here. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And you know, that's how it often starts, right? Well, we start with one goal in mind, but there's so many other pieces and so many other rewards that we reap yeah. from that journey if we're open to that experience. Right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. So tell Thank me, you. what does love the skin you're in mean to you? Gosh, this is, you know, when I first saw that this was the, the, 
the topic or, you know, the header of this whole series, I really, but it felt really good because I have been in, I feel like with each different, like part of my journey, you know, I was a hundred pounds heavier. And, and if you look at any of those pictures of me, um, it, you don't even recognize who I am and not so much in just the physical weight, but my essence, like my soul. I mean, I'm, I was just a different person. My light was dimmed because I wasn't taking care of myself. Right. But something that was really huge for me that I think was foundational for my success in losing weight and, and keeping my health a priority was loving myself through every single stage. You know what I mean? Mm. Not staying, not saving that love and excitement and celebration for my skin and my body and whatever for the end goal, which was whatever the physical goal was for myself. It was really falling in love with the process and what my body was like in that moment. You know what I mean? And who I was in that moment and the things that I was achieving and the ways that I was transforming. Um, Because really along the way, I was learning to love myself. And the only way that I could do that was to, um, be in love with each, each version of me, right? Cause we're always changing. We're always evolving. You know, I started that journey yeah. in my early twenties and now I'm, I'm almost 30. And so it's like, I'm a different woman than I was, but really, um, embracing each stage and loving myself through all of that. Um, I really, to me, that's, that's what embodying that means to me. Mm. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So much to learn along the way. And if we treat ourselves with the love and respect that we deserve, yeah. As we're going through this transformation, it yep. sticks. It sticks. Yep. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's life changing. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how can self love and self improvement coexist? So, I, I started, like I mentioned earlier, really heavily in the fitness industry. I was a fitness coach and I'm, I'm still passionate about health and fitness. Um, but I felt like there was this duality, especially on social media, there was kind of these, it was like the self-love movement and then like fitspo or, you know, fitness Mm -hmm. um, movement. And it, they felt kind of like not at war with each other, but you could feel these sides where it was like, you know, you don't need to be any different than who you are. Love yourself as you are right now. Right. And it was kind of this contrast of I felt like I landed somewhere kind of in the middle where it was like, yes, I love my body. I celebrate my body. I love myself, but I also have, you know, goals for myself and things that I want for myself. And this, this higher version of myself that I know that I'm working to achieve. Right. And, and so I think, I think that self-love really is, um, it, the, the two can coexist because when we are, working on ourselves and improving ourselves in whatever way that looks like for us. I think that's the key. It's like, you don't have Mm -hmm. to look like so-and-so to be, you know, successful or love yourself or have the perfect, whatever. I think it's like, whatever that self-improvement looks like for you and what, what you want in terms of that, that is, that is a very high form of self-love because you are showing up for yourself, showing up for your higher self, right? Maybe you're not there yet, or you're not in that place yet, but if that's what you truly want for yourself, that's what your heart desires and, you know, whatever, um, taking care of yourself, getting enough sleep, moving your body, fueling your body, you know, managing your stress in healthy ways, all those things, those don't have to have, um, a physical tag on them. You know what I mean? It can be, it can be something different, but to me, that's 
self-love, you know, healing my relationship with my worth and what I deserve to do and how I deserve to feel. And those things is all connected to, um, my self-improvement journey. And I think that, so, so I'm really passionate about really explaining and sharing what that means to women, because I think that we get caught up in like, you know, with some of the like body positivity movements and things like that. And it's like, we, we can totally celebrate who we are, but it's okay if you aren't, you know, if you, if you want something different or something better, whatever that looks like for you, for yourself. Um, I think if you can learn to, like we mentioned earlier, love yourself along the way and really come from a place of love and not a place of self-criticism and things like that. I think that's really where the magic starts to happen um, on your journey. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And I, I think there's a, the, there's a lot of disconnect for women. So, you know, either you're on one team or you're on the other, right? right. You're, and, and I don't, and I, you know, I believe that food freedom, intuitive eating, all yeah. of these are, are all absolutely valid and wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful tools, but they're, um, they're movements that are not fully understood because yeah. they don't include the dieting component, right? you know? And I love what you said there about self-improvement because absolutely, if you want something different for yourself, but how are you framing it for yourself? Are you creating yeah. it through punishment, yeah. you know, because you're trying to get into this said pair of jeans or whatever, or are you framing yeah. it from self-love and if you're coming at it from that it's going to be a far more positive experience for you and I I I love that because that is um one of the goals of this series right is to help you to realize how you frame stepping into self-improvement really changes how it ends up Yep, absolutely. And I think that when we come from that place of love um, for ourselves, I think we're so growing up, I just think of being like a young girl. And it's, it's all about, um, you know, I don't know, for me, anyway, I had to heal a lot of like, people pleasing tendencies being a certain way, because I thought that's what the cool girls did, or that's what would get me a boyfriend or whatever it is, you know, and as you grow up, you realize those those structures are so false. And um, I think that when we can really lean into um, what makes us like, you know, you know, as I was learning how to change my eating habits, I would, I went from binge eating to really learning what it meant to fuel my body and, and have, and have balance and all those things, right. There's so much that goes into it, but um, I really learned a lot about what, I was telling the stories I was telling myself, I guess is what I'm trying to say along the way, you know what I mean? And, um, it all starts with that self-awareness of like, you know, the energy that we put behind anything is, is so huge, obviously, but yeah, I love what you said about having, you know, coming from a place of love and that's, that makes the experience. I mean, it's night and day Mm -hmm. when it comes to any kind of self-improvement journey for sure. Absolutely. And thank you so much for really bringing light to that. Because that yeah. was that was also needed. Um, so, what do you mean when you say that self love is not just a body thing? <laughs> so, I um, I think that self love is being for ourselves. What you know, I always compare it. I know maybe not everyone can relate to this, but I compare it to being 
a mom or a best, maybe, maybe a best friend or a family member or something, right? It's like, how would you show up for them? What would you tell them to do for themselves? Um, what are the best ways that, that you would tell, you know, I, I wrote, I have a blog post that's like, what would you tell your best friend if she came to you and said, like, do you think that I'm enough or something, right? Like, what would you say to her? How would you respond? What, what are the things that you would, you know, what kind of light would you pour into her around that topic, right? And, and those kinds of things are the things that we should be constantly feeding ourselves. And I think that, mm. um, you know, yes, I love my body. There's so many things I love about my physical appearance and it's taken me a long time to heal, to get to that point. It's taken work, but also self-love is like getting enough sleep, um, holding boundaries with people and my business and as a mother and all those things, right? It's, it's about um, doing what feels best for me and my heart, being authentic to myself, being true to myself, all of those things where it's like, that's, that's, those are the things I would want for my kids or my best mm -hmm. friend or whatever. Um, anything that I would say to them, I would uphold to do for myself. And I think that that's, we have to remember those things. So it's like, when we're talking about self-love, um, taking care of our health is up there. That's important. Yeah, and I think that, you know, if we can come from that place, like I love myself, I care about myself deeply. I deserve to feel good and have a healthy, vibrant life. So I'm going to go for a run today. It doesn't have to be about like, you know, wanting to fit into, like you said about the jeans or whatever, you know what I mean? So I think if we can, and I think it's reframing. I think, on, you know, I've been on yeah. social media sharing and marketing and coaching for seven years now, and it's changing the fitness industry and the wellness and mindfulness and all that it's, it's changing. And I, I, it makes me happy to see that because I think we're as women, especially really realizing that it's about so much more than what, what we look like. And, and that yeah. is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So when it comes to embracing change and transformation, um, can you just share a little bit more about that with us? Yeah, yeah. so when I started, um, my life has taken a complete 180 since I started my health journey and my coaching business and my social media and all that stuff. And I've always been very open in sharing you know, most of the things that have happened, um, but ended up becoming a single mom a couple years into um, my business and um, dealt with, you know, grief from the loss of a family member and um, just, you know, gosh, the pandemic and things, you know, being a single mom with two kids at home and all of these things that aren't health and fitness related, but a hundred percent impacted my life and my journey. Right. And yeah. I think that um, I was really, really, it felt important to me to share how I, how those things were impacting me and how I was dealing with them. Because I think that was really when my, the spiritual side of my journey kind of started to um, take more of a front seat, like more of a, a focus um, because it was like, it wasn't just about working out and eating healthy. Um, it was about making sure that I was managing those emotions and those feelings and um feeling okay. Because when you go through grief and change like that, you don't come out on the other side, the same person, you're a different no. person. It changes Absolutely. you. Right. And yeah. I think that it's important to give ourselves permission to fully embody that new person. And, um, that was huge for me because I felt like, you know, you, you're grieving your old life, you're grieving your old self, but it's not, and it's hard, but it's also like, I let myself feel like empowered and excited about letting that version of me and myself go and stepping into something a little bit different and 
not everyone knew me as this different person. I had been, you know, putting myself out there and my family and friends and I was different. And that was hard because there was some rejection and I lost some people. And that's kind of all part of the process. Um, I think when you start really taking care of yourself, putting yourself first and doing what's best for you, it's hard for people in your life. It's hard for people that know you as I was a huge people pleaser before I started, you know, I went, I, then I say 180, I mean, I'm completely different. And so that, that took a toll on my relationships and with people, but, um, I just want to encourage women to not let those things hold them back from fully stepping into that, um, evolved version of themselves, because those, those things are happening for us. You know, those things cracked me like wide open. It was very hard, but, um, I'm so much better for the you know, the growth and the healing and things that took place because of it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when, you know, one of the things there is fear, right? Women are, it's fearful. It's, Mm -hmm. it's scary. I was a single mom too. And it's scary, right? It's a scary place to be, but you definitely learn a lot about yourself. You do. Yep. I know. I know what you're made of. Yeah, I know I'll look back on this time and think, wow, I'm so proud of what I did and the things that I was able to manage. And because some days I'm like, what is even, you know, it's like there's so many plates and you're just like, I have two hands, you know, it's a lot. It is a lot. And and then locked down and homeschooling and whatever. I mean, so much. But I think that once we can get through, you know, having the mental support, and I'm not saying I did it all on my own. I definitely have, you know, making sure I've taken care of my mental health and leaned on my support system. Um, but once we know that we have that support and we can kind of empower ourselves, like, wow, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of a badass. Like I can do these things. You know? Kind of? Yeah. And so it's like every single mother out there is a badass. Yes. Everyone. All right. No, I can curse. I almost I hesitated a little there, but no, it is. It's very empowering. And I think that, yeah. um, that's, you know, that once I stepped into that feeling and reminded myself of that, um, that was huge. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah. What is your biggest action? So if you were to share one thing with everybody or a couple things, mm-hmm. action steps, what would they be? I think for me, the biggest thing and looking back on what started all of this for me um, was not overthinking too much about, you know, the, the how Um, I knew what I wanted. I wanted to feel better. Um, And there were a few years before I started where I was very focused on how and that fear came in a lot of overthinking happening, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I think that if we can really listen to our intuition, listen to those thoughts that come in that are like, you know, start, but, you know, I started a a program that led me to this, it led me to that. And it's kind of that domino effect where you look back and it's like, wow, that was really all like, (laughs) that was all part of this plan for myself. Right. And you don't know it in the moment. And I think that, um, as women, we overthink and we kind of question our ability and we question whether we're able to do it. Um, and when it comes to, I mean, you can apply this to anything, but when it comes to weight loss, I always say, like, don't look at this giant <laughs> hill of stairs that you have to go up, you know, losing a hundred pounds is a huge feat. If that's your goal, whatever it is, like, don't look up at like, God, this is going to take me, took me almost two years. You know, it's going to take me forever. It's like, just focus on each day in front of you. And if that's even too much, if that feels daunting, focus on every one choice at a time, your glass of water, celebrate that. 
um, grabbing something healthy instead of fast food, celebrate that, really focus on every single little win that you're doing. Um, because that's every time you do that, you're dropping little, little, um, confidence rocks into your bucket. Right. And you're building that like little mountain of like, wow, I can actually do this. And I think that that was really huge for me. You don't have to have big successes. You don't have to celebrate every 20 pounds. I mean, every single, if you make it through a day, keeping your, your, I always say, start with three promises to yourself. You're making it through every day and you're keeping those three promises for a week. That's freaking huge. Especially if you're just starting a lifestyle change or any kind of transformation journey. And so celebrating yourself along the way, every little thing, it's not silly. You don't have to, you know, be doing some big grandose things to be celebrating your wins, you know? And I think that as we build that confidence, that's, that's all a part of it, right? That's building a solid foundation. So. Absolutely. Okay. Why three promises? So I started that, (laughs) I started that because, um, I had, when I first started my journey, it was really, it felt daunting to me. There was a lot mm-hmm. of, there was a meal plan I was following. There was, you know, I, I really wanted, there was personal goals I was setting for myself, like getting outside and getting fresh air and whatever, whatever. And I went really hard, hard at first. It was like, I was all in. And I had this mentality in life where I noticed that I was either all in or all out. It was like, I'd go all in, I'd get burnt out and then I'd quit. And then I'd jump all back in. And then I'm like, it's just like this cycle. You're, you're so, not, you're um, not alone yeah, in that. I, you are not alone in that. That is a lot of women. Most yeah. Women, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I think sometime around the pandemic um, started lockdown. I've got two kids homeschooling. I'm a single mom. I'm running a business. I'm trying to manage my stress and my self care and all those things. And I would, I started sharing on social media. I'd say, okay, like we're if you are feeling overwhelmed today, if you are feeling whatever it is, just write down three things every morning when you wake up. Write down three things that you are going to do for yourself today. Those are promises to yourself. Um, I'd have them even like share it on their social media and tag me, like we hold each other accountable. And it was a very small thing, but in that time of where life felt really uncertain um, and just very, you know, we were all kind of like, whoa, what is going on? Um, We were keeping those promises to ourselves. We were showing up and we were celebrating them and it felt really good. And mine were, when I first started, mine were drink my hundred ounces of water, go outside for movement and fresh air and take, take some time for my, you know, my spiritual practice, meditate, do my yoga, whatever it was. Those are three small things that took maybe 30 minutes out of my day. Um, but it felt good to be doing those things for myself that weren't really attached to physical goals or, mm-hmm. you know, weightlifting or food. You know what I mean? It was just like very yeah. simple, basic self-care needs that I think we forget are so freaking huge in, in accomplishing anything. Even if we just want to have a normal day, like in the office, if you're not drinking enough water, if you're not getting out for some air, you know, those are game changers. And so that's kind of how I I started sharing that. And I think that people really realize that it's not, like I said earlier, always, you don't have to have this big, massive task list that, you know, to slay the day or whatever, you know, keep those three promises to yourself. And that builds self that builds self-trust, which is another topic I could go on forever okay. about. But. So that that's yeah. been a big thread as well throughout the series. Yeah. Is, yeah. is self-trust. I love these mm-hmm. three little promises. I, yeah. I love that concept, you know, because yeah. we just set those small little goals. Small steps create yep. big change. I teach that personally all the time. And yep. we forget that it's 
You know, we watch our children grow in small stages and just small little steps and one day at a time. And, but yet for ourselves, we expect these huge changes to happen and they got to happen right here. Right. But the changes, what we're trying to change didn't happen to us in one sleep. Yep. You know, right. And, you know, I, I often think about that with children, you know, because they say, you know, how many more sleeps? How many more sleeps? Yeah, we how count in sleeps sleep? too. How many yeah. sleeps till Christmas? How many sleeps till Mother's <laughs> yeah. Day? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if we break it down into how many more sleeps, I kept my promises today to myself. You know, I got one more sleep and I'm going to try again. Yep, absolutely. Yep. That's, yep. that's beautiful. And um, I, I love your messaging. I love how you're changing the world. Thank you. Yeah. And just through your own life experience and then taking what you've learned and sharing and helping women create change. So beautiful. So really so much. And you have a free gift for the listeners today. I do. Yeah. So I am going to, I um, have some affirmations and journal prompts um, that are actually can, can coincide with my morning guide that I have out as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but the affirmations and the prompts are separate and, um, I can be, you know, I'll have the link on my website for them to download those as well. Um, after watching. So those have been, those have been game changing for me. If you don't implement anything else, really taking a few minutes for yourself in the morning, um, before the entire world needs you, your kids, your boss, your spouse, whatever, like, you know, filling your yeah. cup first before you are spending your day pouring um, is so important and you deserve that. And um, so, yeah, that's a fun little, little piece that they could use to incorporate that if they want. Excellent. And that is on your speaker page with all the links on how to find you. Where do you hang out Great. most? Mm-hmm. Instagram. Instagram. For sure. There yep. it is. Okay. So the Instagram <laughs> link is also on your speakers page. So everybody, you can grab um, all, all the links to connect with Lauren off her page, her speaker page. And Lauren, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your wisdom, um, your superpowers. It's been beautiful. <laughs> To all of you that have joined us, thank you so much. And if you have not got your VIP yet, so remembering that purchasing your VIP gives you lifetime access to video and audio and that the money is being donated to Girls Inc., a nonprofit organization that encourages all girls to be strong, smart, and bold through direct service and advocacy. just so honored to be able to support this nonprofit organization through this empowerment series. So let's pay it forward and, um, you know, uh, and, and Hey, you get lifetime access. You visit this whenever you want. Beautiful. Yes. Maybe you need a little lift. There it is right there. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sherry. (laughs) Lots of love guys. We'll see you soon.